warn you that it is possible you may be subject to a loud laughter during this podcast. here and I'm here with Candace Chapman, also known as Candy Bar, and, <laughs> and Darcy Fossey. These are my two really, really good friends, but also former journalists and co-workers. And we are having so much fun doing But the Big Story. And today it's my turn to talk about the big story, or you might call it BS. You can look at it either way, because I'm talking about social media. We love social media, don't we, Miss Darcy? Uh, I love it. I'm a little hooked on it. I don't get all of it. I've told you I don't snap. I don't quite <laughs> get the concept, but I know my kids, that's pretty much their mode of communication. I know. What about you, Miss Candace? Well, I will tell you as somebody who is in the business now of managing several social media accounts, I love it. <laughs> I love it Surprise. for promoting <laughs> great causes, for promoting business, services, products, personality of your business. I love it. <laughs> Um, when it comes to my personal use yes. of it, however, many of you might see that I struggle. And there's a couple of reasons for that. And number one is because when it, I was first introduced to social media as a part of my job in news, um, I struggled with that a little bit. and she and didn't was like it. Uncomfortable <laughs> with it. And we'll get into that a little mm -hmm. bit later with what we're talking about with social media. And, I mean, to tell you quite honestly, once you're doing it for work all day long, at the end of the day... You just, you don't have any posting left. Right. You're Last done. Thing. You are outposted. <laughs> you are outposted. Yes, yes. It's just like when you work and you have to talk on the phone all day. Yes. The last thing you want to do is yes. talk on the exactly. phone. Exactly. Yes. And yes. for me, it's sort of like when I have to motivate people to either do what's right for health and wellness or get on the bike. Move. I don't want to tell anyone what to do, what to eat, how to be, or even to feel good. I just, I, I, I'm done. And I'm done also talking. But sometimes we're also done looking at social media. Now, we have talked about social media. We've had some fun stuff. But there is the good, the bad, and the ugly. A lot of people call Facebook fake book. And there's a reason for that. And there's a lot of studies out there, and we'll get into that. But I want to talk about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, email, and yes, Darcy, Bumble, and Tinder. How about that? And the only reason I'm thinking about Bumble is, did you guys see in the news about Sharon Stone? Yes. What about that? They kicked her off. Yeah, but come She's on. gorgeous. Yes, she's Sharon Stone, though. Really? Yes. She needs Bumble. Do you know who else was on? No, I don't. Martha Stewart. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's swiping right and who's swiping left on Martha, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, they're going to get a good meal. <laughs> what happened to just old-fashioned introductions? Because nobody's going out. Where Nobody goes meet? anywhere. I guess. Where are they going to meet? Not everyone's going to church. Not everyone's got a book club. They're not. Uh, gonna, Martha hard. Stewart has a very active <laughs> social life. I'm pretty sure she's encountering many. Well, maybe potential. when you're that famous and everything, you feel uncomfortable. You might I be intimidating. Suppose. I suppose. I mean, think about. I don't ever want to be out there or have to go on Bumble or Tinder or Binder oh. or Tumble. <laughs> Whatever. I roll in the hay. I always get it wrong too. The Tinder, the tender. It's tender Tinder. I'm not sure. Yeah. But anyways, I do Christian want to mingle. No. Oh not my do God. It. How yes. about farmers no. only? Far 
Oh no! Seriously? Yes, I, I thought it. that was a joke when no, I first I saw it. I go, "There's a joke behind that," but no, it's an absolutely Ain't serious thing. I, I, I know someone who actually went on farmers. Really? And there's the Met, fish. Did they meet someone? Are they no. on a farm? No, yeah. but they went on that. But they were farmerish. And I'll tell you, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it narrows the playing field. But I think you have to get the, like there's a millionaire one like you have to have a certain income and that I, I would want to know do you have to show your tax returns because how <laughs> Probably, do you know people are making this crap up I I would think you'd have to show your latest ten forty well, something <laughs> what is it your W two W two ten well we're on the W there isn't that one. Our kids are doing, oh, my I'm goodness. I'm still on okay. the 1040 easies. So. God, I wish I was. Okay. Well, here's the thing. So I'm calling this episode, which is, uh, I think everyone, I'm hoping everyone can relate to, is Laughing My Ass Off, or L-M-A-O, The Kitty Died. Now, I know that sounds horrible. Doesn't it sound horrible? <laughs> we know but we this is know going. what happened because this is so sad. But this is the truth. And this is just the beginning of why... If you're going to use social media, you might want to be schooled in social media. I wasn't, um, I don't know, familiar or that familiar with all the emojis. I would just use them randomly and quickly because I'm kind of hyper and I like, oh, just hit the smiley or hit the sad face with the tears. So <clears throat> my sister-in-law's cat died and she'd had it for 15, 16 years. She was very sad. And I told my sons, reach out to Auntie Ellen because her kitty died. It was Murray. And they said, oh, my God, they felt so bad. And I sent what I thought was the sad emoji with tears. And later on, my oldest son came back and said, Mom, I'm really sorry about Murray dying, and I will reach out to Aunt Ellen, but I have to tell you, and this has been going on for a while, Mom, you're using the laughing my ass out emoji <laughs> when people, when things are happening that are sad and stuff, and you've always done it. Has anyone mentioned it to you? I'm like, what? No. Then he actually says, here are examples of sad emojis. Crying a lot, little crying, pensive and crying. <laughs> he shows me examples that I can use. And then I said, oh, my God, this is why with all my friends, they have said things to me like, um, you know, they got in a fight with their husband, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps their kid, they weren't speaking, they might be in a divorce, someone else died. All this time, I've been sending, oh, husband died, <laughs> laughing my ass off. Oh, you're in a fight, laughing my ass off. Surgery, <laughs> laughing my ass off. So I now know what emojis to use. And it was it was absolutely embarrassing, but I would not have known it. Would you have known it, Candace? Well, I would tell you, Karen, that probably a lot of people are in the same place that you are. They see something and they just interpret what they think it's supposed to mean. There is actually, and I always say this to journalists, and formal journalists like up, you can look up anything online anywhere. I so did. if you look it up online, you can find out what all of these different emojis mean. But let me tell you, there are so many I of them. Keep up, and then you My can switch goodness. the keyboard. I mean, I'm not cool that I know that you can switch the keyboard. But here's the thing: you can actually, if someone sends you in a message with an emoji, and you find that emoji someone inappropriate to the content. <laughs> please tell them. Well, a, please tell them. It's like having something on your nose and you don't, or something in your teeth. Tell them. And then my friend Nancy later says, whom you will be hearing from, oh, yeah, you've been doing that for a while. I've been meaning to say something to you. I'm absolutely mortified, okay? But I, I can tell you that you've, you've never sent that inappropriate emoji to I me. Don't, well, I was going to say, I don't think you've ever done it. Yeah. Well, maybe, so, you, maybe you two have no sadness. I, I maybe would, you have joyful laughing your ass yes, off lives. So I would have told you as a friend. I would have said, Karen. <laughs> Karen, stop. stop. I know you struggle. You used to. 
struggle with seeing like menus and yes, phones. Not so I would have just written it off as that. So I'm not sure I would have told you unless it was really inappropriate. But <laughs> I love the fact that your son had to school you. Darcy. Well, I love that he sent me examples. That's the kind of guy that he is. He would mop. And not just one, two, three, but three examples and the appropriate occasions. I mean, <laughs> come on, Nick. So question, Darcy. Yes. Are you the type of mom, parent, family that you're all on all of your kids' Facebook, social media pages? Are you a? Are you a? Oh, wait! Be honest, Darcy. Oh, they no know. No, they yeah. know. First of all, my boys are hardly on any social media, so mm -hmm. I think that's a phenomenon. Um, I'll maybe see a random tweet, although again, I don't know what my youngest son might be. <laughs> he might have aliases. I don't know. Um, but my oldest son, a random tweet or two. The girls, they know I'm on it. They know I'm watching. They know I see it. They know because I comment <laughs> when I see something. But Ouch. there are also, what do they call, um, finstas. And I'm sure, I don't know about my youngest daughter, but I know my oldest daughter has a finsta. But I've told well, them. Well, tell the, what's what, a finsta? A finsta. Oh, Not I'm everybody sorry. may know. Said, we, <laughs> fake insta. That's something that they uh, have just an alternate account it's theirs but they use either a funny name and they put up funny photos and they say really stupid probably sometimes inappropriate things do you know their finsta accounts no i don't yes that i, I, I don't hear a have, lot of but i i'm again i do you want them i reinforce do i what want to have their finsta accounts? no i i, I think because remember like i always liken it to when we were teenagers and yeah. we talked on the phone our parents didn't know what we talked oh about oh my god so <laughs> there has to be some yeah. freedom to communicate but i tell them all the time the horse every time there's a horror story on the news about someone doing something stupid or how a tweet has come back to haunt this person trying to get a scholarship a job or whatever I send it to them. I say, I'm sorry. I know you know, but I have to send. And they right. give me, you know, good Lord, Mom, we know. <laughs> yeah, they do So know. I presume that they're okay. But in the earlier days of social media, people did not think about those things no. at no. all. They did not think about what they were posting. No. They did not think about what they were saying. They did not think about whether it's public or private. And of course, obviously, Facebook has evolved over time to allow you to control more of that. But in the early, what I call it, Wild West days, it was kind of like you put it out there and it's out there for everybody to see. And nobody's really thought and, about, you know, being thoughtful about, oh, you know, in five years, well, do I want somebody, you know, calling I, this photo up again? I don't know about you, but when my memories come up, I've been on since 2009 I'm mortified at some of the stuff I posted <laughs> but then not, not mortified I'm joking no. but I'm like because now it's become so everyone either posts that or, or everyone does that or I'm like why did anyone nobody cares that I lost my keys I mean please Karen um, but with that said I have to say that you know it's obviously ever evolving and so back in the day I can remember just as my son was coming into uh, showcasing and, and looking at colleges and we were going around that was the first time that his soccer coach on his travel team said, hey, I'm looking at kids now and I go to their Instagram and their Facebook page. And if they have stuff where they're partying or they're doing this or that, they're done. So all of a sudden, I, that would have probably have been about 2010 when Nick graduated. He's, uh, us moms were trying to tell the kids, take that off, take that off. You don't want that. And um, I think more and more, and you and I discussed it, but, and I have students who talk about it and they are so acutely aware now of how social media impacts them that they're kind of backing off 
And yeah. and we talked about that. I think our kids are. Even yeah, I've noticed a lot that because I watch my children's <laughs> Instagram She's pages. Obsessed. They, they, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. They post so much less. Um, and it used to be regular, but I'm just like uh, two months will go by and they won't post anything. Yeah. My youngest daughter has even told me that she's made a concerted effort to stop mm, uh, looking at social media. And I, yeah, it makes me very proud. I wish I could do the same with yeah. Facebook. Well, you know, it's but, hard to, ch- you know, we're trying to, we're trying to, yes. I think they catch on early and that is, and that is awesome. Um, my son also, my youngest son is now off of all social media except Facebook and they, you know, they call Facebook for old people. <laughs> But it's the, it's the one I think that will stay with everyone. Like I, I now well, look at it, it's got kind of our family history on yes, it for yes. the last ten years. And yeah. I, when I when I talk to people about that, and they're like, "Oh, but Facebook is that the thing anymore?" And I go, "Facebook's kind of gonna always be yeah, the thing." Yeah, I, I agree. And you are invested in it, and and frankly, you know, as you say, when you go to colleges or things like that anymore, they make you sort of register a Facebook account as a way means of communication. Yes, right. And yeah. you know, it used to be email. Everybody yeah. had to, now it's sort of like Facebook as a means of communication well, so and I, don't, I don't think it's going away no but i do think going back to what you were saying posting less and i'm just gonna say i'm a less poster so <laughs> you know you're the least um, poster but i i i believe in quality over yes. quantity yes. and well, i suppose that's where i am is that sometimes i go well i don't know i could post another picture of ernie and amika and i think they're adorable and i'm sure you all do for too the, for you out there that don't know those are her cats in case you have but you know what though candace i have to say that I also am, I'm a postal warrior that it's just too much. Like who wants to see Karen again, unless there is something good happening and it's organic and you just want to, you want to pop it up there. But I also don't want to Facebook shame anyone because I do have friends that post a lot and it's just that they're feeling it and they put it out there and it's a great opportunity. It's also a great opportunity for some people and we might not relate to that, but it's how they connect with their community and, and you know, there's there's two different schools of thought where, well, they're not really meeting face-to-face. Well, those people might not meet face-to-face Ever. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So this is a great way. I mean, I've, and I know we've talked about not only family, but I've connected with a lot of people I would never have connected with. Sadly, if I could only remember where I knew them from, like, is it college? <laughs> is it high school? And if you traveled, like you did, for different elementary schools... It's tough to remember, and then this. Then we've been in the news business. I can't right. remember. Okay, so here's the story. Sorry. No, um, no go, girl. <laughs> when I was in my broadcast career, and I had my public page, and so of course. I did post pictures of my cats because, frankly, know. I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, those were the posts that like went through the got roof. The Everybody likes. wanted, yeah, nothing, Babies nothing about animals. a news story that I did. No, if I post a picture of my cats through the roof, shares, likes, comments, engagement, all over the place. So that's why I'm a big proponent of pets in your in your photos, even with you. But I was at. Uh, I, I, I was at the grocery store, I was in line to get a sub, and I'm standing there, and I've got my cart, and I did actually get treats for my cat that day, and I'm waiting to get a sub, and this man's standing next to me, and he goes, treats for Ernie and Amika? And Ooh, I went... a little creepy. And I, I, looked, I looked up, but and I, I go... Yeah, and he goes, oh, I'm on your Facebook, I'm Jim. And I'm like, oh, Jim. Right. But you yeah. know... I, you don't recognize no. somebody by face, but you you but yeah. they're on your you know if you have a public page yes. or something like that, yeah. and so that's kind of a weird you know thing. Weird. It's like yes, well, it's weird. We were just out a couple weeks ago. Not we, meaning Darcy and Kansas, but some, another group of friends of mine at a, at a restaurant, and uh, I walked in, and a gentleman said, "Hey, Karen," as if he knew me. 
so I, and he was, was sitting with another gentleman, and I immediately thought to myself, oh, there you go, Karen. There it goes again. Can't remember. <laughs> you can't remember. So you probably could be related. I don't even know. And I just said, oh, how are you? And then I realized I was looking, fishing for a name, and he didn't. I said, well, have a great rest of the day. We talked about the weather. and went over. Next thing you know, the waitress comes over. She said, oh, this gentleman is so-and-so. He knows you. And I thought he was buying drinks. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> But he knows you. And then I went back and I got creeped out. And I'm like, where would I know this person? And I went back to my Facebook. And that's the other thing that about mm. Facebook is that all of a sudden you're friends with people that you might not have known. And you, for me, I accepted friends on Facebook, pers on my personal page, by <laughs> my litmus test was, how many mutual friends? Oh, then they're fine. Oh. Yeah, that was a big mistake. Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm not. I don't. No judging. No shame. I, I, no. I do not accept. Now I'm uh, better. <laughs> you should block those people. Yes, well, that's because that's because you used thought. to be judged by how many people were quote unquote your friends. No, right? I never thought about. And that. so lots of people were just accepting people to just say, "Oh, look at the number of followers." No, because that I, have. I had always turned off the amount of friends, so no mm. one could see. So no, but I thought I knew them and had an incredible, like, sense of. I don't want to be rude. And that's where you get into. That's going to be a whole nother. No, episode. it is. And that's where the, my favorite murderer talks about, and it's called fuck politeness because it could save your life. That's right. And that is the truth. Yes. And that is it. And I want to throw that out to them. I mean, it is the truth where, and Nancy Lands and my own son said to me, if you can't handle social media, don't be on it. And where I have found myself, I'm talking to someone, I thought I knew them through the news business, and some weird stuff has happened. I'm talking to them. And by the way, I have a cousin related to my husband who was the defensive, oh my God. Coordinator. Yes, for coordinator for the <laughs> Patriots, which is not the place to be in New York, upstate New York or anywhere, <laughs> apparently. Anyways, everybody hated the Patriots. We'd be at, we were at a Super Bowl party maybe three, four years ago. I'm getting social media messages from people I don't know, but are friends of mine saying, what is your cousin thinking? And I oh. wanted to just put out a big message on my thing as a joke saying, I don't know, let me call him during the halftime. First of all, I don't even know him. He's the second cousin of my husband's, but that's the, that's the beauty of social media and not so much. There's a lot of downside, but just going back to why I do it, and I probably post more than the two of you combined, um, but I think I post just mostly featuring my kids and it's because I, it's not just because, but one of the major factors is that I do have seven siblings across the United States and that is how we connect with each other because we're so far away. We don't get together for holidays. We rarely get together for reunions except maybe four five, six years apart. So it's, we love to see what the other families are doing and what my nieces and nephews are doing. So that's always in the back of my mind, connecting. It's also my, I feel like it's my family history. I kept a little blog, like the first uh, seven, eight years of my kids' lives, and we still cherish that. And I figure like in 10, 20 years, my kids are going to be able to go back and look back and you see kept all the, blog the things on they Facebook? did. I did. No, on um it was like a note blog spot, something oh, like okay. one of those. Oh. And, and that's now I feel like work. a crappy mother. No, no, no. Sorry, no, Nick no, and Justin, no. I love oh, you very much. I, was... I may have noted when you were three months your first tooth or something. I'm not sure. I was never a scrapper. <laughs> this was my Neither replacement am I. 
for scrapping or keeping uh, photos not just in a Rubbermaid bucket. Okay, what was my replacement? And that's something to love about social media and some oh, of this yes. that allows you to do things like that and save memories in a, in a different and a digital way. Because let's face it, we're not going and you know printing off you know photos anymore or anything like that. Well, and that's, so and that's, it does exist and, and it's there. And that, that's something to love about it. And that's when we say when it does exist, it exists, friends and family. So let's just quickly go into some more fun stuff because we all have our most embarrassing moments with social media. So I always say watch your fingers and a lot of friends say the same thing that there should be two things that occur when you're using social media. One is that as you're typing, there's a breathalyzer test. And I know not everybody drinks, but I've had this conversation with so many people, like maybe a drink or two, and then they go on. I know me personally, I get all lovey. I go on to people's accounts. I don't even know them. They're a friend of a friend's cousin. Their dog has died. I get sad. I, I, I comment. I'm so sorry for y'all. And then I find myself getting choked up. Here's the thing is that stop. Put your phone away. If you're having a couple of drinks, whatever you're doing, even if you're just home, put it away because you should always double check whether you email, whether you do it before you hit send. send. I have a little placard sign that I bought in a little shop and it says mixing wine and Facebook can get you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is uh, the truth. I was going to say, are you, you're, you have a famous story. Oh, it's, 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 Mine, it's so Mine, I've done it, but it's never resulted in like the uh, horrible a, a, embarrassment. a terrible outcome. But it's it's been embarrassing, however, your Well, what situation. was yours? Oh, just when you hit send, like, you're, you're looking up an old email and you want to forward it to someone else. Yeah. But instead of hitting forward, you hit reply. Yeah. And again, it was never anything that caused any problems. I'd have to <laughs> immediately... You know, email say, oh, sorry, that was not meant for you, obviously, yeah. but this is why this came up. And then you go into this ridiculous long story about and there, why and, you yeah. were looking up this previous conversation. Well, early on, you could have, like, early on when social media and email and all that, you could have said, and we're old enough to be on that cusp of early on, you could have said, oh, it wasn't meant for you. Now, now everyone knows when you make up some story, it was meant <laughs> about you. So my story is awful, and my friend brings it up to me all the time. And she said, oh, when you talk about the social media, tell that horrible story about your life. And I was like, which one? But I'm just kidding. <laughs> but this one was so embarrassing. So I'm emailing, and at this time, I actually owned my own communications company, and I was doing referendum work, which was helping school districts across the state of New York build their projects and get votes, etc. So I worked with a lot of superintendents, and this superintendent, kind of had a temper. I'm not going to name names, but he had a temper and he was known for just blowing up. But everything with him and I were was fine <laughs> until I also had a writer who was writing, you know, pamphlets for me and newsletters and she was upset about something. So I sent her an email about that superintendent. And I said, oh, thank God I didn't swear, everyone. I have been known to swear. I didn't swear. I didn't say anything derogatory, but I said he was a pain and this is what's happening. The problem was I was self-employed, self-contract. He was paying me and I got the school board and we had a lovely relationship until I hit send. I said to her, oh my gosh, I know. Wish he would make up his mind. He's such a pain, etc., etc." I'm feeling red and hot right now, even telling this story. And I hit send, not knowing that I sent it to him. Mm. 
the Heal, worst. God, this is a man who's just employed me. <laughs> and he sends back, don't think this was meant for oh. me. How do you get out of it? Tried to be honest. I said, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to name his name, sir. But you kind of, it's, you know, I wish you'd make up your mind about this or whatever. It was never the same. We go to school board meeting. He had not, there was nothing, never mentioned it. And out of nowhere at the school board meeting, he starts shouting and yelling at me. And I realized this is my, this is, this is my punishment and my last contract. (laughs) With him. With him. With anybody. Probably my most embarrassing. And, you know, it's two things that I, I was always mindful to say to people, hey, before you post something with me in it, could, could you ask me if it's okay first? Because I, I might not be okay with it. Yeah. And so, there, you know, for a, a lot of different reasons. And um, one time um, I, you know, I, I had two invitations to two things, two different things on a weekend. And I really wanted to go to one and not the other. Not that I didn't want to go to the other. It's just I had to make a choice. And I was sure. trying to like, well, you know, oh, I don't God, know. Oh, God, they didn't post you at one of so them. So that, that's what happened, Karen. I, I I made a very polite, said, I'd love to see all of you. I'm not going to be back in town Probably. yet because I was out of town. And I'm like, I'm not, I won't be back in town yet. And I, I won't be able to make it. Oh. And then somebody from the other thing posted a picture of all of us. And then it was like, oh. Ouch. 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 That's, that's what happens to young and, kids, though, today. Yeah. And it was kind of like, okay, you know. Put on your big girl pants and just tell somebody. I have two invitations, mm-hmm. and I, you know, but at the time I was just like, well, no, it, nobody will know. Well, we'll yes, everybody over. will know in social media. Everybody, everybody will knows. know. So you just have to be able, you know. I do think it makes people a little bit more just like, hey, you know, here's the deal, and there's nothing wrong with just being honest. You know, as one of my friends says, not every person, not every party. You know. <laughs> That's that's the way life is, but I think well, it's don't the time. post everything. How and don't that? post that's everything. Right. We don't need to post just because I went to it, and it happened, and it was fun. Just because you didn't post it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Or you didn't have fun. We don't. I have seen so many pictures. I bet you can. You know the same thing. You see so many pictures where you're really good friends with someone, and they had this horrible time. But then they post these fabulous pictures, and you know, like, gosh, you called me from there. You were crying in the bathroom. <laughs> Was it that fun? Because this looks fabulous. I mean, this is like a regardless time of what happened. Yes, yes you have to put fake on book. the show. Fake book. Yes, and, and I, that, that's again another episode of yes. Facebook. We're talking it up. All the benefits, but it there's a lot of responsibility that Facebook yes. has that they've not taken responsibility for, and you have to be a user, but an educated user, and you know, use it for your own purposes. Don't let Facebook or the ads or everything use you. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and that's what I love about all kinds of media. But in a lot of them, they say, "Hey, do you mind if we go to the bathroom? Go to the bathroom. We're going to take a bathroom break, and we'll be right back." <laughs> Hit it. Let's go. All right. Well, let's just talk about other forms of social media because you were talking about podcasting, Karen, and I have this long-range suspicion that podcasting is going to be and is an emerging form of social media for people. Totally agree. Might even be bigger than someday Facebook because of it's a different medium. But I think that it's something where, you know, on Facebook, they talk about trying to engage and have conversations. But really, podcasting is a way for a lot of people to have conversations. So I do think that's an emerging one. And texting, to me, 
I text more than anything else probably. I don't know what you guys do, but I text more than anything else. And there's twofold about that. Um, it's great for some quick communications, but I don't want to lose, whether it's any of the social media, that actual true interaction face-to-face. -face. When you look in my eyes or you see my expression, you know what I mean. You're not trying to interpret what I mean. You can see what I mean. And that's always been my concern about social media or people who are too immersed only in their social media and not actually getting out and saying, who are my friends <laughs> that I actually interact mm -hmm. with and see and talk with and know. And so, um, you know, those are just some of my thoughts about social media, the good and the bad today. You know, the funny thing about, you know, asking your friends and texting, I have a great quote and um, we will put it up on our social media, which that's one good thing about social media is we're going to be able to reach out to you. You're going to be able to reach out to us. You're going to be able to tell us about your big cause, your big tip, your big bitch. You're going to come and maybe tell us about your most embarrassing moment. But one of the great things about it and one of the really bad things about it is that it is the fastest way to miscommunicate how you feel and interpret how someone else feels. Mm -hmm. And depending on the mood you're in, you read a text or the fact that people don't get back to you. And that is one of, that's something, uh, you know, I think across all age groups, oh, everyone says, I didn't mean that by, the, how did you read that text? Well, it's the mood you're in. It's how fast, how about how fast people respond? One of those things, and, and even though people say they don't care, they'll say, well, I saw that they were on Facebook because their light came on, so they must have their phone in their hand, so they must know that I sent a text, and they're not responding. I personally am a first responder, but I have friends who do not respond for days, don't, and I, get, I have just gotten used to that, and I'm okay with it. I think you shouldn't be a first responder, because I don't think that you should go through your life. It makes us a little more, you know, I've read research, too, a little more... ADHD because we're, you know, we hear the ping and we're looking and we're like, okay, I need to answer that. I need to answer that. I need to get back to my email. One of the things across the board, I ask my students, how are you feeling? Do you feel like you could leave your phone upstairs and come down here and be okay? The best thing about that question is that back in 2014, when I asked them that, most people said no. They had a lot of anxiety. I asked this this past fall in 2019 and I had less I had more people that could let it go. And that, to me, is progress. It's and reassuring. Isn't it reassuring? Yeah. And I do think the pendulum swings, and, and we learn about that. I am One of my, my 2020 goals, among 7 million of them, is to leave my phone and just see if I can walk away. In fact, I wanted to tell you right now what that quote was about the best way to misinterpret people and feelings. I don't have my phone with me. And that, my friend, is a good sign right there. Again, there's so much that's positive about social media if you're just educated about it and you don't take everything on face value. And I go back to your statement about it is indeed the fastest way to lose friends, <laughs> oh, <laughs> to miscommunicate yeah. something. And I am one of those people, probably annoys people, when I do even emails or texts, I like add words in because I don't think I'm being clear. Like I say something and then I say, oh, this is what I mean. I add emojis to make sure you know that I'm... I'm positive. Having, I'm, yes, and I'm having fun with this. This is yeah. not a criticism. This is not a statement. We're having fun right now. I, whether it's email or texting or anything else, there comes a point where you say, you know what? We need to actually just have... A conversation. An yeah. old-fashioned conversation. Old -fashioned I think conversation. if you're angry and there's something 
building up or you feel a tension building up, that's when you have a conversation because it always changes everything once you, you once you talk to the person. Enjoy but, it, but only use it for things that you enjoy and don't feel pressure because that's just too much on all of us, right? Yeah, we have exactly. enough. We have enough pressure. Yes. We have enough <laughs> pressure and, and believe me, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. So what I always want to tell people is don't get yourself worked up like you had a horrible New Year's and they someone else has had because you had a wonderful time because you saw it on social media. <laughs> eh, not likely. So, but the good part is that we can talk to you on social media. You can talk to us. You can meet us. We can meet you. We're so excited about that. And that's across the board, even on our own personal accounts. We love seeing our friends and our family. So we're not against it, believe me. We just want to keep it in perspective. One of the most awesome things I find about it, especially this was in particular Instagram, is, and I don't know why, again, because I can't remember Darcy, but <laughs> there was a reason I was following uh, this person on Instagram and he was from Australia. And this is, you know, what I'm speaking to, even when this airs, I'm not sure when this podcast will be released, this particular episode, but it won't matter because the fires in Australia have been so very, very devastating, as we all know. This was real time while I'm watching other people's stories on Instagram about, you know, their boomeranging and their drinks, which is nothing is wrong with that or their food or whatever. I'm watching this gentleman's story in literally, in absolute depths of this fire, running out with his friends and his family and trying to save animals. And it wasn't like he was famous and had a lot of followers. And I actually reached out to him and said, where is someone who's international? Where can we contribute? Or what charity is best that will distribute the funds and resources most efficiently? And then I saw which we'll get into later, one, another one besides Dave. I know he's your boyfriend, and I love Dave Matthews, but I also love Hosier. And, uh, you know, went to a Hosier concert in November. It's all about the causes. He posted on his. It was www.redcross.com slash AU for Australia. There are many ways. We will actually post them on our Facebook. I can guarantee you it doesn't matter when this ends up being posted. They will need your help. This I know that you've all seen it. It's going to take decades. Ready. But if we can help and social media helps us do that, then hell yes. And that is what I have to say today about the big story, the big cause, the big tip. Don't drink and text. <laughs> Don't drink and use social media, right? Right. <laughs> Rule number one. That's right. Wow. Talk about turbulent times. Oh, my gosh. We really felt the need to add a postscript to our big BS this week because we actually recorded this back in either December or January at the height of the Australian fires then. And just think, those were considered such a global tragedy at the time, and they still are, don't get me wrong. That was a horrible thing that happened, but who knew that literally a global pandemic tragedy would be lurking right around the corner? And so here we are, we're all experiencing this collectively, and it feels like there is no end in sight, and yet we know that there is. And we know that from covering natural disasters in our community with so many people in despair at the time, but we did recover. So we all have to have hope, and we can all help. Which brings us back to what we said at the beginning of our episode this week, the good, the bad, and the ugly of social media. But friends, this is actually the very, very good. Through social media, we can reach out to our family, our friends, our coworkers. It has never been more important than now to stay connected. 
And sure, we can't be together. We know that. But we can virtually hug each other. We can check in on our neighbors. And we can find ways to help out, whether it's locally, nationally, or And literally, you can't go online without running into some kind of um, effort to help. Again, locally, I know that there's uh, fundraisers out there to help small business or just by buying something from small business, you're helping small business. There's a statewide effort to help those on the front line, a national effort, certainly the Red Cross, all of these entities um, have multiple ways that you can help. And if you can't help personally, and certainly, certainly we understand that, but at least you can share that information so others can also see it and possibly donate if they can. And the news person to me always wants to remind everyone, just make sure that if you're donating money, make sure it's going to a legitimate charity or place. Make sure of that. And I personally have a tip for everybody. I personally do not donate over the phone. This is a time when scammers will come out of the woodwork and they'll try to convince you that you're helping, but you're probably only helping them. So just be careful. Really good advice. And see, I knew that eventually there would be a good reason for me having PayPal and Venmo, which is an actual safe resource you can use. Uh, all kidding aside, you can use those resources to donate money online if that's something you choose to do. do this. But we've seen all of the media about the cars lining up for food and food pantries. And I was down at our, our local food pantry today. And I have to say, we do need food donations. Mm -hmm. if people, anywhere, you can go to Binghamton University. If you're listening to this in California, you can go, you can just drop off food, you know, non-perishable food somewhere. You don't have to meet anyone or anything, but it is really helpful. Sorry. Uh, so we want everyone to be safe with their money, of course, but we want you to be safe in general. And please reach out to us on our Facebook, Instagram, or at butthebigbs at gmail.com. And I am, since we originally recorded the episode, trying harder with my personal social media as well. And I'll keep taking pictures of how my hair is doing. And feel free to send us your pictures. And I want to give one more shout out to my hairdresser, Patty at Naveau. And she texted me after last week's episode. And here's what she said. She said, pandemic hair, OMG, you guys are great. Thanks for the shout out. I've been asked to make house calls, clients asking me if they can come here. Also, people want me to recommend a drugstore product. Never. I do not want to do corrective coloring with a little smiley face. And I think she means that she does not want me to try to color my own hair. She says she misses everyone and she can't wait to go back to work. And she says roots are a look. So just let it go, ladies. But I did have to trim my hair a little bit today. <laughs> No, you did a good job. And Darcy, you're the one who said roots were going to be a thing. I told you. Uh, it's what else? What all the alternative do we have? We have to embrace it. So we might as well consider it the uh, the, the in fashion thing to do. And I have to laugh because um, this whole topic sparked quite a conversation amongst my family. Remember last week, Karen, you brought up the flow bee. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Someone in my family uh, had one, and I didn't want to reveal them, but they revealed themselves. It's my sister, Darby, and she says she's owned one for over 30 years, has used it on her own hair, and a number of uh, family members as well. She's been kind of the family barber in the Phoenix um, branch of our family. So anyway, I told her, hey, she's She's in a good place right now. She was well ahead of us, and um, I bet her hair looks great. I haven't seen her lately, but her hair always looks I beautiful. I will say, your family had quite the heyday with the exchange about that flow on your own personal page. It was hysterical. 
I know. It I was hysterical. Run. I didn't realize it would uh, catch fire so much uh, with my family, but they seem to enjoy it. Apparently, they're struggling just like we are. Well, speaking is. of that, we mentioned uh, during our, our, our pandemic hair episode about how all of a sudden we had to be on Zoom and we didn't look so great. Well, today, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, the Tom Ford, you know, the designer Tom Ford, he comes out with a link or an Instagram or, a, you know, some, a YouTube on how to look good when you're on Zoom. So we are going to post that on our social media just for you, all of our listeners. A little tip. Thanks, Karen. And in the meantime, you want to wrap us up? Don't forget, you are absolutely right to live and love and laugh out loud and do it so loud that the person who is standing six feet away from you can hear it and laugh with you. <laughs>